Good morning. Merry Christmas. Well, last night was fun. Uh, we were all here and we had our services together. We shared in communion, celebrated Holy Communion. And we also shared in the celebrate, the celebrating a candlelight service where we lit candles and, and went out into the world uh, bearing the light of God into the world, reflecting that light for all the world to see. That was wonderful. It's a powerful moment. And, and in, this, in this night of Christmas Eve, we, we always read the, Christmas, the, you know, the, the birth narrative, Luke's story of Jesus' birth. And that is a very powerful story. It's a familiar story. It's a nostalgic story. And if you're like me, I, I drift. I mean, I, 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 hear that, I hear those words, and I just begin to think about all the Christmas, like, almost like the ghosts of Christmas past. I go back to all those past Christmases and think about all the things um, that I was able to experience, the meals I was able to have, the, the, the presents I got, the people that I was around, and, and the places I was able to celebrate Christmas Eve. And I don't, are you like, do you do the same thing? It's a very nostalgic night. We can't help it. I think it's just human nature when we begin to hear these familiar tones and familiar stories. They just take us back to earlier times and earlier places and to earlier people. And I just, I just, I love that about Christmas Eve. Um, I love that about um, gathering together as a church and as a family and loved ones. Uh, we, we, we have celebrated Christmas Eve a number of ways, and we celebrated in a different way last night, and I want to thank the Latrell family for inviting us over and had barbecue. It was wonderful to be able to sit and just chat and relax before the next thing. But it was wonderful. And I think about Christmas Eve, and I think about Christmas, and, and something, you know, when I don't know what, what your Christmas days are typically like, but we usually sit, I, I sit around and eat too much, and watch way too much television. I watch a lot of Christmas movies. I watch whatever. And, and, and I have some of my favorites. I mean, they're, they're going to show one of them all day today, and that'll be great. I love A Christmas Story. I think it's hilarious. Every time I watch it. Not everyone feels that way. <laughs> but we have our favorite Christmas movies, right? What are some of your favorite movies, Christmas movies? Home Alone. I know somebody else who likes Home Alone. Yes, Elf. Elf. Yep, absolutely. Santa, the Santa Claus. Yes. Miracle on which one? The the, old, the original, the old one. Okay, all right. Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. The Christmas Carol. Yep. Others. Christmas with the Cranks. Uh, I think that's one of Kristen's favorites too. <laughs> Christmas vacation. Yeah, yeah. I like when Eddie comes over. Cousin Eddie's always a treat. Uh, well, here's one you may not have thought about, um, Shrek. Do you think about Shrek when you think about Christmas? Yeah, probably not. But there is something in this movie, Shrek, and you know, you know the story about the ogre and the donkey and the princess Fiona, and, um, and, and the ogre is, well, he's Mike Myers, and he's just, he's pretty funny. But he has this incredible line, it's, it's a Christmas line. As he's talking to the donkey, and the donkey's questioning him. The donkey, he, he says, you just don't know me. You, you can't know me. And the donkey's, of course, giving him a hard time. And, and the ogre tells him, well, we're, we're, we're like onions. And the donkey's like, well, you, you smell bad? You make people cry? He's no, we, we have layers. Ogres have layers. And that's, 
That's an important thing for us to remember on Christmas Day. That what we did last night celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ just unwraps one layer of what God has given us. Because this gift is a gift that we just keep unwrapping and keep unwrapping and keep unwrapping layer after layer after layer after layer. And we get to enjoy each layer because it reveals something wonderful and marvelous about God, this mystery of the divine. Well, we Not only do we get to enjoy each layer, but the next layer continues to surprise us. It's just one layer of surprise after another, after another, after another. And that's kind of what the importance of Christmas and the church calendar and our what's called the, the lectionary, the, it's like reading guide, three-year guide, three-year cycle of a reading of the scriptures. Today on Christmas Day, the church takes us to those layers, this understanding that Yes, last night is critically important. The birth of Jesus Christ, the Son, the Son of God, the Savior of the world, the Messiah, has come into the world as a newborn infant. But on Christmas Day, another layer is folded back. And this reading cycle takes us to John chapter 1, verses 1 through 14. The prologue of John is 1, verses 1 through 18. We're going to read the first 14 verses. But when, as we hear this, this prologue being read, consider what's happening, what John is doing in this gospel. You know, John isn't concerned about the birth of Jesus Christ. He, 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 that does, that's not part of his thing. Um, Jesus is bigger than the birth of Jesus Christ. Jesus began before the, the birth of Jesus. That story began long before. He's not concerned about Mary and Joseph and their journey to Bethlehem or dreams that Joseph had like Matthew was concerned with. Not, not, his, not his concern. He's not saying it didn't happen. He's just saying there's something else going on. You need to be aware. There's another layer. And so we have this prologue of 18 verses that really kind of gives us a, an overview um, of the whole gospel. It begins to highlight themes that are going to come up again and again in this gospel. It's like an overture of a symphony or a ballet. We get a snapshot of the whole thing and all these different themes that, that John's going to come back to again and again and again, unwrapping one layer after another. So I invite us to hear these words of the Gospel of John. You may also certainly follow along in your, in your bulletin or your Bible. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came, came into being through Him. And without him, not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light. But he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, 
was coming into the world. He was in the world and the world came into being through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own. And his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. May God bless the reading of this word. Be to God. You know, John launches into this prologue. He begins to take us back. He takes us, the reader, he takes the faithful back to Genesis when God created all things out of nothing. When there was nothing but darkness, God spoke. God said, let there be light. And there was light. And the light was good. The light was as intended. God spoke words. And creation came into being. When John uses what we call the word, he's using a term called logos. And logos is a Greek word which means discourse or reason. But it has become to mean the mind or the reason of God, which perfectly mirrors or expresses his being and which has, was completely embodied in Jesus the infant that we celebrated being born last night, mirrors perfectly the reason and the mind of God. Now this understanding that John uses is, was understood by both Jew and Greek. It was an understanding that both shared in some form or fashion. The ancient Greek idea of the, of the divine mind which informs all things and constitutes the harmony and structure of the universe. So the divine mind, this logos, is, is, is what holds and nets together all of creation. It keeps it in harmony. It keeps it knitted together. The Jewish concept of the pre-existed pre wisdom, which is, contains the law as the perfect and archetype of human existence. So as the Jewish mind understand, understands Logos, it's this pre-existent wisdom of God that allows human existence as it was intended to be. Now we can go on and we can also talk about how the ancient Near Eastern idea of, of the Logos was a pre-existent heavenly man who is in the embodiment of human perfection. So, so Jew and Gentile Jew and Greek could understand what John was trying to say. Is that this, this birth of a child that we celebrated last night is none other than God's self. Perfect human, perfect divine embodiment that has come into the world to dwell among us and with us. That is amazing. That the creative power, mind, word, and discourse, reason of God 
walks with us, talks with us, shows us how to live, lives with us, dies for us, and is resurrected for us so that we no longer have to live in darkness, but we can live in the light of God, in the reason of God, in the wisdom of God, to be what we were intended and created to be, perfectly human. That is an amazing, albeit quite deep, concept. And I'm thankful for the church and its lectionary that says, don't get stuck in the nostalgia. Remember why this event, this Christmas Eve, this birth is so important. It's because the creative power of God, the wisdom of God, the very presence, presence of the divine is on the earth, is walking among you, talking with you, being present with you, living as you, with you, suffering as you do. That is an a wonder, an awesome wonder of the divine. And it's just one more layer, and then another layer, and another layer. So when we move past Christmas Eve and we find ourselves on Christmas Day and the day after Christmas and the following days, keep looking for those layers that God is giving us. These revelations of who God is, what God is, what God desires. This relationship like a father and a son. Just another layer. But it tells us so much. And we find ourselves surprised time and again by God's goodness and God's grace, God's presence through Jesus Christ. So today, in Christmas, we celebrate Logos, the Word, the Word made flesh, who came to dwell among us, to walk with us, to live with us, and to not only live with us, but to give us a full life, an eternal life, that is like a perfect father-son relationship for that we can give thanks, and we can say Merry Christmas. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.